Hello. Before we begin this podcast, we would first like to address that we are aware of some audio recording issues. Unfortunately, it seems every time we fix one issue, another one arises. We apologize for the echo sound, and we would like to thank our current sound technician, Michael Brown, for attempting to solve many of our issues and continuing to help us work through a lot of these problems. And now, I leave you to the podcast. Gather we witches, young and old, for a cup of tea and a story to be told. Hello and welcome to The Witches Gathering. I am your host, Carrie, And I am Sabella. And joining us today, we have what we're going to call our audio technician, mm-hmm. Michael Brown. Mike. Mike. One, two, one, two. Um, even though he is not a witch, he does have some witchcraft knowledge. I mean, he lived with you enough that he should be like <laughs> at least familiar. Yes. I have like ancillary knowledge of you know left hand, right hand, path, magical thinking, that kind of thing. My tarot has been read. <laughs> um, so he's basically just going to be the voice of the audience. So he, he is he is you, and you are he him. He has the mind of all of you <laughs> listening, all five of you, maybe two. Hey, we're we're at like ten, I think. Give oh, us 10. some credit. Oh, moving up. <laughs> All right, today we are going to spill some tea, and we are going to talk about some of the misconceptions in witchcraft, and also some of our pet peeves in witchcraft, and we're going to get saucy, and probably hate if anyone ever commented on anything we did. (laughs) Yes, and and I I have some hibiscus lemonade tea, so I'm literally ready for the tea, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make Carrie start, because apparently... She has a very much so smaller list than I do. I have four things. I don't even want to count how many things I have. <laughs> I mean, well, it'll be like bouncing off ideas from each other anyway. Yes. So I'm going to pass all this on over. Actually, you know what? How was your summer solstice? It was good. I didn't do anything. I think I forgot. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. How about you, Michael? <laughs> I built a deck. Was that fun? No, but it was money. <laughs> well, I did stuff, and I feel like an asshole because I'm just sitting here like, I actually did things for the solstice. Well, look at you. I know. Look at me being a witch. I, I made I made the mulberry liqueur, mm-hmm. which should be ready by uh, Lucina, Mama, so whatever anybody wants to call it. And I picked the mulberry. Then I, I had a bonfire, mm-hmm. which was... Very big, thanks to gasoline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and reckless people. And I stayed up and I watched the sunset. And then I immediately went to bed because I did not want to stay up that long. And I was really tired that early for once in my life. Mm-hmm. Actually, what day was the actual summer solstice? It was the 21st. It was the 21st, I think. Which was Monday, I think. Yeah, it was like, it's on my phone. I don't know. If it was... uh. Sunday, I did stay up till 5 a.m. I have no self-control. <laughs> no, I think it was, yeah, it was Monday. Hold on, I, I can reference So, this. I mean, that actually is Monday. Yeah. It was, oh, it was the 20th, I think. Do they always switch? It always switches. It depends on how um, the 
sun and everything aligns because it's just the longest day of the year for the summer solstice and obviously the winter solstice is long as night mm-hmm. of the year. So it just depends on how the earth and everything, I don't, aligns is not the right word, but my brain doesn't want to work. Yeah. It's how everything goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All these technical terms, how will I keep up? I know. See, this is why we have you. <laughs> You're going to translate to the audience how technical we are. All right, Carrie, I'm going to start you off with your first pet peeve slash misconception, whichever one it may be. Um, probably more misconception that um, paganism, witchcraft, and Wicca are not all the same thing. And I think we've already touched on that, but I know that's like your biggest misconception. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are definitely not all the same thing. And just because you are one or multiple of those things, it does not mean that you have to adhere exactly to whatever rules you think. Yeah. Because there's uh, many different types of those things. Like, there's even many different types of Wiccans. Yeah. yeah. That have different ways of practicing. So it's not, it's all very umbrella hmm Everything is just one giant umbrella. Yes. Which we've needed very recently mm-hmm. in our rainy weather. How you feeling over there? You're just... I'm good. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I know is that, I mean, me personally, I know that the difference between paganism and Wicca are mostly just spiritual beliefs. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, technically you could. Because, I mean, pagan's like one of the older religions out there. Well, paganism is just any non-Abrahamic religion. Polytheistic. Yeah. So, so technically, like Wicca could technically be considered a pagan religion on a technicality. Yeah. So, I think the, the biggest uh, conception of paganism that most people have in their own zeitgeist would probably be like, you know, druids or something like that. Yeah. People who worshipped trees. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Wicca's kind of... People who worship trees. <laughs> I mean, You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, okay, so... So do arborists. <laughs> <laughs> the Wiccans, they, they actually worship the god and the goddess. They, they have, you know, their god and goddess and their entire, you know, calendar and cycle around all of that. That's just very general, though. Mm-hmm. There, it gets a lot deeper than that, but if you want to learn about Wicca, honestly, I, I'm kind of over having discussions about Wicca. Yeah, You can pick up almost any goddamn witch book, especially one that was written in the 90s, and it's Wiccan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and anything you look up online. And like, I think that's how like most of us, Yeah, when we were trying to research, it's like nothing but Wicca, and it's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Not what I was looking for. Yeah. I feel like I had something on my list along those lines that I feel like would have been a really good segue. But um, we we remember what happened last time I tried to go off list. Yeah. Bad things happen. <laughs> Another, like, pet peeve misconception that I have that's like throughout media and like everything when you say like oh I'm a witch or I'm a pagan your general misconception is you worship the devil oh yeah nope like it's fine 
<laughs> pray Satan. <laughs> it's fine because there are some witches who do. And yeah. that's totally fine. But yeah, it's the majority like, don't. I mean, at depending point, on your term of devil. So yeah, like at this point, like I guess that's questionable. <laughs> depending on what you consider to be the devil and Satan and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if you find there to be multiple devils and, you know, like what yeah. like religion you work with and everything. But yeah, in the blatant, you know, by the book, straight faced, you know, red man mm-hmm. <laughs> with the little goatee. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, I feel like it's a, a misconception in a lot of more traditionally religious people's belief is that something other is usually devil worship. I mean, mm-hmm. even Satanists don't worship actual Satan. Yeah, true. They worship themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas kind of the only people who do believe in literal Satan are Christians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone else kind of just... uh uses it more allegorically yeah as like hey being an alcoholic that's that's your demons or mm. you know like uh having anger that that's your satan that you're battling mm-hmm. yeah stuff like that these weird allegories and metaphors yeah i feel like that could get really deep and i feel like that's a topic for like a whole different day mm-hmm. of just like talking about devils and demons and the very, very complex in and outs of different devils and demons and how like, like the the Solemn Solomon's Book of the Demons. Yeah. King Solomon and like there's like what twelve of them or something like that. I don't know off the top of my head. I know most of it because of hereditary. <laughs> I just did I, not I, like that movie. I enjoyed it. I did not watch it. I don't even know what it's about. The scenery was cool. The acting was phenomenal, especially the mother. But, like, the story, I'm like, it's lacking. I mean, I remember there was this one point where uh, the son's crying and goes, <laughs> and everyone in the theater laughed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that kind of sold it for me. I was like, all right, yeah, this is a good movie. <laughs> I just, yeah, just not my cup of tea. Teach their own. Mm-hmm. Hey, demons. It's, it's me. me. Your boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> no, the severed head was cool. Everybody loves a good severed head. And it was a child, so. Yeah. Would not physically happen, though, because her body would have just, like, went out the window with the head. But, okay. Sure. Now Physics. You, now you sound like me. Arguing the minute details. Well, this did start it. It is. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but pet peeves. Pet peeves. Hereditary. <laughs> Misconception. Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Actually, I think that the original pet peeve that you brought up might be a good segue into my second one, just because I segue. <laughs> just because I have a an example in here. Um, this is just a pet peeve of mine personally, and it's. Practice trends. So right now it is like back. Okay, I'm gonna start over. It back in like the early 2000s and stuff. I remember it was very popular to be into Celtic mm-hmm. magic, 
And then it became very popular to be into chaos magic. And then it became very popular to be into folk magic. And now it's very popular to be into like this folk Christian magic. I would say it's more popular, like folk um, ancestry. Yeah. I feel like that is like everybody's, hey, if you're not, you know, working with the ancestors, what are you doing? Yeah. But I've also noticed this very, very, very big resurgence of saints and Jesus and a Christian God. And I understand 100% where it's coming from and I'm not shaming anybody in their practice at all. It's just annoying to me because um, I'll give the example of, I went to a local shop a couple weeks Mm -hmm. ago, I think. And this shop has always been very good at making sure that they try to have a good diversity of stuff for, you know, various different practices, various Mm -hmm. different religions and stuff in there. Um, But I noticed recently, ever since, you know, Witch Talk Mm -hmm. and all of its wonders, decided that they were going to make Santa Muerta a big topic. Mm -hmm. I went into this local shop and they had an entire setup of tarot cards and statues and flags and all sorts of different things dedicated to Santa Muerta. And I was like, okay, it's cool. But it also sounds like a cash grab. Exactly. Like, it's very cool that this is available to those who work with her and respect her and understand her. That being said, um, why are we focusing on this one thing? Because it's popular. Mm-hmm. I get that it's popular. I get that people want it. And of course, like as a business owner myself I don't blame you mm-hmm. sell people what they need and sell them what they want that being said I just don't like these trends because then it makes it harder for people who aren't following this trend to find the things that are outside of the trend yeah so I went in and I'm like okay well this is awesome that all this is here but I can't find some more basic stuff mm-hmm. that one used to very easily just go get yeah like a lot of you know like herbs and stuff that we don't you know necessarily get here natively locally they were all gone in place of other things that are more popular right now and i'm like well i really just wanted to get like some angelica root but okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's just a pet peeve and it's not to like knock anybody's practice or anything it just it just bothers me because it's like, a, like fast. It's fast fashion for magic. Yes, it is fast fashion for magic. That's exactly it. And no hate to like people who are you know interested in everything, but it just when you've been a lo- around a long time, like we have, <laughs> we're so old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of like <laughs> I'll tell the brief story of when I bought my hoodie. Which one? My red hoodie. Okay. I spent two years just trying to find a plain red zip-up hoodie. Two years. But because everybody wanted black hoodies, which I'm, I love black hoodies. I have a couple. Mm-hmm. But I could not find a red hoodie for two years. And then I finally found one, bought it. It was super expensive for a hoodie, especially just a plain red zip. Like, it wasn't even heavy. It was a very, very lightweight Mm -hmm. material. I think I found it at Forever 21 or something. Mm -hmm. So, fast fashion. 
And I think I paid like $35 for it. And it's a men's extra small. because it's the only place I could find it. And like, that's fine. I don't mind wearing Mm -hmm. some men's clothes. They're quite comfy. But I was like, man, two fucking years to find a basic red hoodie. Because the trend said that black hoodies are cool. Mm -hmm. And that's why it just bothers me in like the magical sense of like, I'm just looking for this very simple, basic thing. And I can't find that because the trends say this. And now everybody is catering to that trend. Yeah. And that's one thing I just personally, like another pet peeve, which now that makes five for the list. Yay. Proud of you. I know. But, um, yeah, just having witchcraft and different things as trends bothers the shit out of me Mm. because witchcraft and your beliefs and your practices should not be a fucking trend for other people yeah i think i actually i will go off of my list real quick because it is in here somewhere very oh yeah it's actually not the next one but the one after that is commercialized witchcraft Mm -hmm. like how sephora tried to put out oh yeah their witchcraft thing and luckily they pulled it after everybody threw a fit but yeah like you can even go into bookstores nowadays and find mass marketed quote unquote spell kits mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's just like support the small witch businesses. Yeah. Even if you don't have them locally, go on to like Etsy or something, go on to Instagram and find their shops because that mass marketed stuff isn't going to have the same amount of work and energy put into them as that mass marketed stuff. Mm-hmm. And most of the time that mass marketed stuff isn't even exactly what's in there. Like it's not necessarily amethyst. It's just dyed quartz. Yeah. So, and you don't know that. And you don't know how to like, when, especially if you're a beginner, you don't know how to tell the difference. You're not gonna be able to feel the energy difference or anything like that. Like you're, you don't know that you're being sold something totally different. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can argue that intention is everything. If you feel that way, that's fine. But I'm just saying, would you rather have something off of an assembly line or would you rather have something that was actually, meaningful? Yeah. And personal to you. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, just because it's popular now, it's not going to be popular in five years. These witches, these newcomers are not going to probably be witches in the next five years. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like it, witchcraft goes through phases too throughout years. Mm-hmm. Like it was, briefly cool in the 90s with like the craft, the craft. and you know silver raven wolf and teen wolf and all, or uh, teen wolf oh my god <laughs> we're all werewolves now <laughs> uh teen witch like all that stuff yeah. like, it made it cool again for a little while and like buffy with what what was the character on there and buffy that was a witch willow willow like she made it cool to be a witch and charmed made it cool to be a witch so in the 90s for a small time like it was and cool Mm-hmm. yeah we had sabrina like for a while there we had that and then it kind of fell off mm-hmm. towards like the beginning to mid 2000s and now all of a sudden the was it the chilling adventures of sabrina and the new charmed and the new craft have all mm-hmm. brought it back around it's like oh it's popular and like it it, it it fluctuates and it's just a question of, well, will you look back on this time during this trend and go, oh, I remember when I was into witchcraft mm-hmm. and you weren't actually a witch and you didn't actually practice or you actually 
genuinely trying to practice witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like something so personal to you shouldn't be like, and I mean, it's fine to like try different things, see which, you know, practice and which path is good for you. But it just, it doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. And I mean, granted, probably the older witches said the same thing about us and our generation. I hope they did. They probably did. And now I'm looking back on it. I'm like, damn it. Damn whippersnappers. (laughs) (laughs) And then probably in another. Yeah. The things that got you guys interested in witchcraft are going to happen as a trend probably to get somebody else interested in those ones who do stay and practice responsibly. They'll have a podcast in 20 years. (laughs) Those are the people that you kind of want to be the next generation. But Mm -hmm. I mean, during the time when you guys first became witches, was there a lot of people doing it too? No. Fell off? No. It was... Yeah, I would say it was like, you know, the because of all the media and then we were like, hey, we could actually be that. Yeah, I think the media for me was just kind of like something I could relate to in the aftermath because I got into witchcraft earlier, much earlier, like very early in my life. And when I started to see, you know, all that stuff in the media, that's when I was like, oh, this is especially the craft, which I think a lot of you know witches who've seen the original mm-hmm. movie, the craft, and the fact that they did work around a lot of like somewhat realistic, albeit very Hollywood as well, witch elements, and even created their own you know pseudo god to not mm-hmm. insult anybody. Well, yeah, well, I was really cool. I can't remember her name, but wasn't one of them a practicing witch? Farazuka Balk, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I they can had never a remember that name. Yeah, she I could you see her face though. You're like, yeah, I know you. Yeah. Yeah. She she was a practicing witch and they actually had um a consultant come on as well, who was also a witch. And they worked together to like really make it feel real. Mm-hmm. And it did. It did it was very much something that we could relate to. Uh, and I I don't know, maybe it's because I'm old and <laughs> I'm gonna make that same like I don't think that the new stuff really hits the way that that movie did in that no. relatable sort of way. I didn't see that. No, movie. and that's the thing. Oh, where... I didn't watch the new one at all. I, I mean, like, just like, like I watched the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and it didn't, it didn't have that same feeling. It's not me. like the original Sabrina did. Well, the original Sabrina with Melissa Joan Hart to me was just a comedy. And it was just fun. Yeah, I never it was watched very, it. Very like, campy. Yeah, super campy. But, like, that sense of nostalgia, and I think that's why they want to redo all these things, is to, like, get the older crowd with that nostalgia, get the new people. But, it like, if it doesn't hit with us, then... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't... I didn't care for the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I like the many ants, different reasons. And that but... was it. Like, the whole storyline, Sabrina's character herself, it just... We could go on a I say, we can have a whole separate podcast ripping that show mm-hmm. apart but like yeah i i just i feel like a lot of it now it's not focusing on the the real the realness of witchcraft mm-hmm. and some it's not putting real 
elements. Well, it's I mean, giving, it is, and it, it's it's giving the same like Hollywood thing of witches are evil and they worship Satan and it's just all bad and look how dark they are. And that's what I'm fucking seeing. Like with that, with the show Salem. Yeah. I, I will say I did enjoy Salem for a little while. It did take me a minute to get into because my immediate reaction I was I hate this. I couldn't. Maybe I'll have to sit down. It took me a long time because one, you know me, I am all about historical accuracies and mm-hmm. it is clearly not mm-hmm. even remotely close. And two, is obviously not even remotely close to like real witchcraft. But once you look at it from a, it is giving you a Christian perspective of witchcraft. And this is a historical fiction you can kind of get into the show's characters a bit more and just watch it as a show, mm-hmm. which I know you, if I can detach myself from that, you can do. Cause mm-hmm. I am very hard to win over in that aspect. Plus I also, I admit I watched it for the costumes, which were also very historically inaccurate, but beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should we actually move on? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, do you want to go next or should I? You, because you have longer and I just have one more. Okay. So my next pet peeve is what I'm calling deity hopping. Hopping on that dick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've seen some people doing that shit too. You have changed your alignment in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason I'm calling it deity hopping is because they're kind of treating... Deities. deities as playing cards yeah as they're like ingredients mm-hmm. in a soup not even a spell it's just kind of like we're gonna throw some bay in there for flavor right <laughs> um but it's it's petty to me and this is just my opinion you mm-hmm. can find us however the hell you want i am nobody to tell you what to do um but could you imagine, like, here's how I see it. Like, can you imagine being a god of some sort? And somebody wants love advice for yeah, their and petty little 14-year-old like, life? Fuck yeah, that. and somebody's mm-hmm. like, my crush doesn't notice me. Can you help me put a love spell on them? And they're like, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah. I may work with you or I, you may worship me, but peasant. No. Like, even especially because, like, if you don't actually have a relationship with that deity. It, it's literally just like like walking up to a complete stranger on the street mm-hmm. and going, I'm sorry, can you give me like $200 because I need to fix my car? They're going to they're gonna look at you like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Why should I help you? I mean, like every now and then, just like with deities, you might get lucky and find that one person who's like, yeah, here's $200. Fuck it. Go fix your car. Yeah, yeah but if you don't have that relationship with them, if you don't offer them anything yeah why should they take the time they're busy yeah we all got shit to do yeah including the deities <laughs> even spirits got shit to do yeah but it's like i forget who said it i think you commented on it it's like you could tell a lot by uh the five deities that people already probably worship oh there's like five that you can just be like yeah you probably worship one of these yeah I think uh, your husband sent that to the bulk bus as a mm-hmm. joke because um, I think there was one on there where they talked about, like, if your friend has a shit ton of plants in their house, this is who they probably worship. And yeah. I was like, ah, oh, shit, called out. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But it's like, yes, you're going to have your popular ones that everyone wants to work with. Yeah. But just because you want to work with them doesn't mean they're going to want to work with you. Right. And you have to show a little more respect. Yes. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. I worship Aretha Franklin. <laughs> As you should. As we all should. Mm-hmm. Goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, to bank on that one, though, another uh, pet peeve would be you're not actually, or nine times out of ten, you're probably not actually talking to your deity. Yeah. And I hate that. It's like, my conversation with my deity. It's like, are you an oracle? I don't think so. I really don't think they're telling you to wear that skirt I mean, to Veronica's party. A Batgirl was also an oracle at one point. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Go ahead. But yeah, that's just a little pet peeve that, yeah, it's... It's fun in comedy aspect, like, you know, oh, fun conversations, but, like, don't kid yourself. Yeah. You can receive messages from spirit deities and stuff in other ways, but, like, I I personally don't believe that they are directly talking to you. I don't mm-hmm. believe that there is a god of some sort physically standing in front of you and saying, hey... You should totally do this. Mm-hmm. I believe or, hey, that they I want... will show you in different ways. Yeah. But... but they're not going to be like, hey, I want this specific chocolate on my altar. They're... No. Yeah. They might imply by maybe like if you put that specific thing there, you might have some sort of good thing happen mm-hmm. and you'll realize, oh, this is what they like. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's an actual direct conversation. No, it just... To me, everything like that with a lot of people, especially if you're just new to the craft and you're jumping in like, hey, I'm working with five different deities. Like, yeah, it just shows a lack of respect you have. I can barely get five people to talk to me in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you're lucky I'm here. I know. I'm, I'm very lucky to be surrounded by two people right now. Mm-hmm. I am very overwhelmed. Surrounded by two people. Literally surrounded. Mm-hmm. They could jump me at any time. Please send help. <laughs> They're just waiting for the right time to strike. I mean, you would probably be a better fighter than me, but he's tall enough to, like, kind of, like, grapple you down. Yeah. And then I can go for the eyeballs. I got heels on, though. I can get a good kick in. Yeah. I'm too lazy to do anything today. <laughs> okay. Next one. Um, this one's kind of small. But my next pet peeve that I have is spell jars. I'm over them. I'm so fucking over them. Time and place. Yeah, and also I don't think people realize... um, You don't need a jar for every spell you do. Not only that, like, do you understand how much work actually goes into a spell jar when it's actually done right? And a lot of people don't know how to do it right. Yeah. They'll think, okay, let me just do this, put all these ingredients in, seal it with a candle, and leave it. You don't continuously... Yes! put the effort in to make sure it's still working yeah a spell jar is not meant to just be put on a shelf and forgotten it's you have to continuously do stuff with it you have to continuously keep working with it you're literally containing your magic and you're doing it for a reason Mm -hmm. because you're going to keep using it and keep working with it and it's like 
It's also, it also, me personally, I just think spell jars are a waste of space. And the amount of people I see recommending spell jars for different things, I'm like, dude, if I did a spell jar for everything that I have seen pop up on my TikTok, I'd, I would need 15 more shelves. I mean, that's why I say, like, time and place. Yes. Like, I can see the benefits of a spell jar depending on what it is. Yeah. Like, I, I have one. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with just sharing a little bit of it, yeah. not the whole thing. Obviously. But I have one, and I have had it for a couple years now. Um, as you know, I found myself in a very sticky situation financially mm-hmm. and I just put one together to make sure, and it's literally like bare minimum, like just make sure I'm never completely broke again. Mm-hmm. I've had this thing going for years and I'm constantly tending to it, constantly having to add and take away and work with it, you know, by the way that I have set up this particular spell. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of energy, but because it takes a lot of energy, it has been working. Yeah. As soon as I forget about it, as soon as I stop doing anything, it's going to stop. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna, that I'm going to be completely, you know, destitute again, but I'm just saying like spell jars are so much work. And even just the one I have, I'm like, this bitch is exhausting. I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's other ways, like I imagine doing like, say, a spell jar for protection on your home. Yeah. There's other easier ways I feel like you could do that without the time and effort for a spell jar. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to do this next one. Go for it. (laughs) Astrology. (laughs) You have different opinions than other people. So, okay. I will. Just because you don't like yours. I I don't. Okay. (laughs) I'm being attacked right now because I, in general, do not agree with astrology, but I actually have something more specific on here that is my pet peeve Mm -hmm. that I think is actually valid and actually gives credit to astrology. And that is people using their astrological signs as As an an excuse. excuse. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I hate that people use it for prejudice in their own different ways as well. as well as a way to not be honest with people. And I hate to bring it back to the whole commercialized witch thing. I hate that it's a marketing marketing tool. I know it always has been, been, especially like 1970s is what I think of when it really became. When the horoscope started becoming like a major Mm -hmm. part of every newspaper. Yeah. And how it was like somehow automatically a pickup line now, like once you sign. Mm-hmm. But I hate now that it's become one of those things. Like I actually saw on a group in uh, a witch group on Facebook, um, this girl came in and she was talking about how her boyfriend abruptly after like years of dating, she came home from work and he had moved out and just left a note breaking up with her. Mm-hmm. No warning, no nothing to and, her, but maybe there was. Yeah. But she immediately was like, well, this is his, you know, sun, moon, and rising. Is this normal for these types of people? Should I avoid these types of people in the future? And I'm like, how about he's just a shitty person? Or maybe or maybe, sh- or maybe the you shitty. weren't paying attention. Or maybe the signs were everywhere. Or, mm-hmm. like, there's so much more. Don't, like, don't use it as a reason why you're not going to date these people. Yeah. Ever again. You're not, you're completely closing off a huge 
portion of pop, a population of the world. There's only 12 signs mm-hmm. that can go through all these different phases and parts of, you know, the natal chart. And like, yeah. it, it, it all comes down to 12. And I mean, there are different signs that like you would get along with or you wouldn't. Like, I know I tend to be very good friends with Leos, but I can only take them in like small, very small doses. Um, I think Sharpie's a Leo. <laughs> That's fine. I can only take him in small doses mm-hmm. too. <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't listen to this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> You're going to show him this now, aren't you? I am. <laughs> But, I mean, you can have your preferences. You can know, like, oh, this person's, like, a, you know, female Aries. I know I personally do not get along with them. Yeah, you are really good with my mother, who's a female Aries. Yeah, I don't have to work with her. I think if I did, <laughs> I would hate her because these are the people I worked with, and, like, we have almost gotten into physical fights. Yeah. And you know me. I'm very, like, go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, like I said, if you want to give credit to all that, like, I'm fine, totally fine with that. I just don't like people using it as, as an excuse. Yeah. And no, being and like, oh, well, I'm this way because I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. That's more like you have unresolved trauma and you need to work on yourself. Yeah. yeah. You need to stop using it as a pass. Yeah, or, hey, that person's a cancer, so that means they're always emotional and just irritating to be around. Definitely are. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) For those who don't know, I'm on the Gemini cancer cusp, so I'm making fun of myself. (laughs) And I have a cancer moon. You're so squishy. I am squishy. I'm like, like my only fire sign is a Aries rising. She's going to go rawr. Rawr. <laughs> I know from the multitude of people I've talked to about this, usually girls, <laughs> I am a Virgo sun, mm-hmm. a Libra moon, and a Leo rising. Well, that makes so much fucking sense. <laughs> and really the only thing I ever got from that is they're all different signs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Good, Mike. Good job. <laughs> Should we give him a cookie? I think he deserves one. Oh, I don't have any cookies. We do upstairs. Okay, you can go get yourself a cookie. <laughs> the 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 whole Leo thing makes sense, Mr. Narcissist over mm-hmm. here. I mean, there are good qualities to have that are narcissistic at, for self-confidence <laughs> and just mental well-being. Yes. Well, I think this is actually a really good segue. I'm going to steal the light from you again Mm -hmm. just for a second because I think that segues really well into another. Um, This is kind of, I guess, both a misconception and pet peeve. Yeah. Shadow work. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, it doesn't replace professional help. You can do all the shadow work you want and you might still need professional help. You might not. It's very personal. It's very individual, but that's Mm -hmm. one thing. But um, also, I hate that everybody is pushing it on people because not everybody's ready. Yeah. Shadow work is a lot more than just going, oh, hey, I have a toxic trait of um, being a douchebag to people when I'm in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. I need to work on that. That's just basic 
shit. You need to work on yourself. Yeah. Like, shadow work is the real deep, repressed, hard things that you really got to tackle, and you will deal with it almost your entire life. Mm-hmm. And plus, I mean, you don't know what people repressed. Like, yeah, if they're not ready, you're bringing like haven't healed from like a recent drama that really, you know. Yeah. It's like shadow work is way more than just meditating and self-care. Mm-hmm. It's more than just journaling some, you know, bad shit that's happened to you. And I hate this whole, you know, like, oh, you're not, you know, quote unquote, spiritually advanced if you haven't done all of your shadow work. Which, Which yes, that is more spiritually advanced, but should be taken when you're more advanced and ready to do that. The thing is, you're going to have to do it your basically entire life. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't done, you know, particular types of shadow work, that doesn't mean that you are not able to advance spiritually. You are. Excuse me. Um, It's just that it's going to take time. And Mm -hmm. I'll even um, somewhat throw myself under the bus here. Um, The thing about repressed memories is that you don't know you have repressed memories until they come up. And when my last ex put me into a situation that forced me to realize I had repressed memories, Mm -hmm. I had to deal with so much trauma that I was not ready for at the time because not only did I have to deal with these repressed memories that obviously didn't know I had, that... um, that was from a couple of years before, but then I had to deal that on top of the abuse that I was going through with that person and the trauma they were going to eventually put me through even further with like cheating on me mm-hmm. and, you know, like all the financial issues and stuff that I came in, like all of the aftermath of all of that, it was a huge blow to me emotionally, spiritually. And the thing is with repressed memories They're repressed for a reason. It is quite literally your brain protecting you Mm -hmm. and helping you to continue along your path. So to sit here and try to force people and say they have to do this shadow work, they have to unlock all of their repressed memories and all their repressed traumas, you have no idea what you are asking. Mm -hmm. And that is not something that should be done lightly. And that's definitely... Even in hindsight for myself, I wish I had a professional to help me along that Mm -hmm. because I still, to this day, even years later, I still struggle with all that and it's bullshit. Yeah. And I think that this whole marketing thing of like forcing people to dig into their traumas and dig into the things that they repress and hold down is very toxic and very dangerous. And it's, horrible that we are demeaning people for doing what your brain literally does to protect you. Mm -hmm. If you are ready to do the shadow work, if you want to, if you are willing to take that on and you are in a healthy space and you are surrounded by people who love you, care about you, people who can help you, go for it. If you're not, please take care of yourself Mm -hmm. and fuck anybody who tells you that you have to do your shadow work. Tell them to focus on themselves. Yeah. 
Well, I guess it's your turn now that I just oh, went yeah. super deep there. <laughs> um, so another kind of segue, holistic magic and just holistic healing in general has a time and place and is not meant for everything. Yes. And there's, it's okay to seek professional help and not just get everything from like lavender. <laughs> oh, you mean lavender doesn't absolutely 100% cure my anxiety? It know? does. Oh, how, how has that been working for you, Mike? How is that lavender going? I'm not particularly a fan of lavender, and I'm anxious all the time. <laughs> how are you feeling right now? I'm good now. Oh, I was really hoping. Must have had some lavender. It must be all the lavender. I thought it was jasmine. It is jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, what I mean by that is just like, like, say somebody has an illness, like, yeah, here's some holistic medicine, and you know, that's great for like kitchen witchery, but it's a time and place and doesn't need to be in everything. And like, you can't just be like, oh, you know, I have this. And it's like, oh, well, here's this magical tea. Like, no. Yeah. It's not going to cure cancer. Yeah. I think there was a, I shared it on the group before. Mm -hmm. um, there's a meme going around a little bit of like, you can be a witch and believe in both science and magic. You can yeah. believe in um, getting, you know, your, um, you can believe in the fact that a chamomile tea will help you sleep, mm -hmm. but antibiotics will also cure you. Yeah. You can do both. In fact, you should mm -hmm. be open to doing both. But to just stick it to just the one and then force that your opinion on everybody else yeah. that it may not work for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I decided to grow some echinacea mm -hmm. because I, when I do get sick, I tend to get, um, quite sick. I tend yeah. to get like bronchitis or something like that. And I was like, oh, some echinacea would be really cool to have on hand. Mm -hmm. Is that going to stop me from going to the doctor? Hell no. That numbing spray is godsend. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing compares. But I mean, like I noticed like Maybe I don't get as sick as much if I have, like, elderberry. Yeah. You know, and I've heard, like, wheatgrass is really good for you and, like, just getting your immune system. But you don't need to spend thousands of dollars on this holistic kit. Yeah. If you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good to have. But, like, as more of a helping hand. Yeah. When I get sick, I definitely still will, like, if I have an upset stomach, I will definitely drink ginger tea or yeah. something like that. I will incorporate ginger somewhere, but I'm still going to take my medicine mm -hmm. if I have medicine for it, but it just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Are we moving on? Are mm -hmm. we good? Checking mm -hmm. in. Test one, two. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one will be really easy because, um, we kind of briefly touched on this in another episode, I think, but mm -hmm. it's just a pet peeve and it's a growing pet peeve of mine. And it's a, I'm a beginner witch. Where do I start? Fucking Google. Yeah. How about instead of taking the time to type out in a group, a comment or a post or going on to somebody's, uh, TikTok or Instagram or Facebook page or something and saying, Hey, I just started practicing and I'm this old and I live here and 
this is what I have available to me and where do I start? How about you start with Google? Yeah. How about you start with that? Because there are so many witches out there who have been giving away free advice for beginners for so many years. Mm-hmm. We're going on what, like two decades at least full of blogs yeah. and lists and even podcasts and YouTube videos. Like at this point, it, asking where you yeah. start just sounds like a waste of my time. Yeah. It's like you're a big girl or boy or they, you can go and find your own path. Like if you have a question about something you want to ask a like, you yeah. know, experience, which like, Hey, I'm interested in da da da. What would you recommend me looking into? Because I'm finding different things. There's that. That's one thing. Yeah. But when it comes to, Hey, you know, where do I start? It's like at the beginning, no one's going to, people aren't going to hold your hand through everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it is just the whole like holding of the hand thing. So it's just my light switching off. Sorry. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. The box. It's a ghost. <laughs> That's why it's so cold in here. <laughs> well, uh, I do have like one thing for that beginners asking, how uh, would you recommend them disseminating between false information and actual practical information? That is where experience comes in, mm-hmm. 100%, because I actually have on here something that I can come back to with that. It's somewhere on this list, which, again, if I deviate too far, we will all get lost. Um, but that's something that comes with experience, and I 100% am the type of person I think you should be open to reading things that you don't even necessarily agree with, because you can still learn something. Mm-hmm. And if you are actually doing your homework and let's just say, for example, that you see that the first page you come across says that foxglove is not poisonous, you should be doing your homework to check. And when you find seven other pages that say, actually, foxglove is poisonous, maybe you should consider that it is poisonous. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should consider the fact that, okay, well, that first source was not very reliable. I might have learned something from that source, but it's not very reliable. Yeah. So there's just cross-checking things, actually doing your homework, actually looking into things. And if you really have a specific question, yeah, sure, ask if you have a specific question. But at the same time, like, even just figuring out where to start, like, you can find book reviews online so easily. You can find reviews of even podcasts. You can find reviews of other YouTubers reviewing other YouTubers. You can Mm -hmm. find so much of that. And it's more so like everybody practices different. And what one person practices may not be what you resonate with. So find first what you want to do, what you want to learn, what type of witchcraft paganism that you want to get into and then go from there because if you're like unfortunately because we're not just a straight yeah you know abrahamic religion where you could be like hey you want to get into christianity here's the bible yeah go to a church like we don't have that i mean I, but even still it's not that simple like even with christianity you could say okay well are you going to be pentecostal are you going to be episcopalian are you going to be 
Protestant. Like there, there's so many different ways you could do that. But again, you can start with the Bible. Mm-hmm. You can start by going online and Googling like, hey, what are some of the differences between the different faiths of Christianity? You can go to a church and talk to a priest. And instead of asking that priest, for example, I want to be Christian. Where do I start? He's going to hand you a Bible. Yeah. But if you go to them and say, hey, I see that you are, for example, an Episcopalian priest. Tell me a bit more about specifically this church. Mm -hmm. Tell me about what your services are like or, you know, what, you know, your beliefs in this particular, you know, about Jesus are or about God or about Mary or whatever it may be. Like, you can get specific then. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's but the whole just very vague. Where do I start? You start at the beginning. Yeah. Like so with everything. Stevie else. Nicks. Yes. Mm-hmm. You start with Stevie Nicks. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so I actually wrote down my next two things, which are actually kind of like the same thing, just phrased differently because I'm not the brightest person. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's a mis excuse me, a misconception and kind of a pitfall of being a magical practitioner or like somebody who is working on their psychic abilities or anything like that, um, is mistaking your personal emotions as what you are sensing or reading or divining. Mm-hmm. Um because it's very easy to be wrong yeah. when you let your personal emotions and feelings about things cloud you. And I'll give an example. And I think we've talked about this before on the podcast of um, we often have people who will, um, let's just say I have access to some um, masks. Mm, that yeah, are designed in a way in which in the Western culture in America can seem very strange. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will say that these are scary, that they're horrible, that they've got bad spirits attached to them and that, that they're, they're very cursed. Yeah, well, they're, they're cursed. They have dark energy. And the funny thing that always makes me laugh because everybody who says that always tells me that they're African masks and they are not even from Africa mm-hmm. and they're actually benevolent and they're created in honor of ancestors and they are a wonderful thing, but because they seem off putting to somebody who doesn't know what they are, they read it as this negative thing and it's yeah. not, and it's okay to be wrong about that. But if you, feel like something's not right, it's okay to ask questions. It's Mm -hmm. okay to look inward and say, do I feel this way because it's actually a negative entity or a negative thing? Or because you're thinking like, hey, this looks scary. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes even when we like go to places or like I've gone to like supposedly haunted places and I'm like, Okay, do I feel off because there's something here, or is it just because we're in a scary, spooky place? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's usually when we go to Tinker's Creek, and then I'm like, no, ghost. 
Yeah. It's like we've been to Tinker, Tinker's Creek like a million times. Mm-hmm. Like the first time you go, especially at night, yeah, it's spooky. Oh, yeah. Especially getting there, having to go up this dark hill for a long time. The ground's all broken up. There's the air is thinner. The air is thinner. There's super tall grass and weeds that anything could jump out of at any time. There's mm-hmm. definitely wild animals everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's spooky. But I mean, like, if you don't view it as spooky, would you, like, after going a couple times and understanding, like, okay, the area, yeah, it's visually spooky, not necessarily the safest, but are you picking up on just that, or are you actually picking up on the fact that the place is haunted? The place is haunted. I mean, the place is haunted, but, I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's probably (laughs) the most haunted place I've ever been. Yeah. In the... In the area? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Tinker's Creek? I think I've we've taken you. you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because I take everybody. No, there. that's right. Because I, I think made... it was the first time I met you. Yeah. Jerry. I made That was him... supposed to be mine and Tim's first date. Yeah, I made him. I remember I made him stand against my back because it was bought. Like, I've noticed whenever I pick up on things, for me, it's like mostly in my back and my spine. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just bothering me so much. I'm like, I see pressure against my spine. <laughs> I remember hearing the drum. Yeah, the drum was oh, really yeah. weird. Yeah, and I remember, like, the whispering, the talking. Oh, were you there the day that somebody pinched my ass? Yeah. <laughs> and nobody was around me? I'm like, what the fuck? Rude. knew that it just... Yeah, it was rude. It was totally uncalled <laughs> for. Just staying there, minding my own goddamn business. The thing about that place, though, and we need to go back. Okay. Like, I'm itching to go back. Yeah, if we go now, we will be itching. All them mosquitoes. <laughs> Hell no. I'll pass. But like I don't feel negativity in that place. Yeah, like no. in the cemetery, around the cemetery. Fuck that shit. Yeah, one hundred percent. But cemetery, like everybody so. there is good and protected. Mm-hmm. Well, aren't cemeteries for the most part protected spaces? Yeah, you and mm-hmm. pretty much every single spiritual faith. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say every single because I definitely don't know enough about every single. I said pretty much. I'm generalizing here, but <laughs> umbrella terms. Yeah, I mean, cemeteries in general are usually um, sacred, protected spaces. And, you know, even if it's not done by magic, it's definitely done by the energy raised by the spirits mm-hmm. and the loved ones of those people. And, yeah, they're they're usually not bad places. But, yeah, definitely surrounding that cemetery is a... Something else. Yeah, man. it's definitely something else. It's a spooky place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so this one is... Um, a uh, misconception and a pet peeve as well. And this is one I actually heard a lot more back when we first started witchcraft mm-hmm. that still every now and then circulates, but it's about how all good witches are empaths. Mm-hmm. And if you're not an empath, then you're not a good witch. And I... Not everyone's an empath. Though. Yeah. Also, I think most people who think they're an empath aren't actually an empath. And I find that very like elitist mm-hmm. because you're pushing away people who have different abilities and different ways of working with things, a different way of coping with things. And so it also kind of says that it, it I think it's aimed at sort of making 
witches who do things from malicious intent seem less powerful. Like the power yeah. of good can conquer all type of thing. Same with the like love and like, which I remember this one was another one, love and light. Yeah. People and it's like, oh, just do everything with love and light. Does not make you a fucking good person. Yeah. No. Does not make your craft better than anyone else who does something different. Yeah. It's not the end all be all. Yeah. Also, I think too that this whole like having to be a healer thing, that puts such a heavy burden on you. Like mm-hmm. taking magic out of the equation. Go talk to a doctor or a nurse. Yeah. Ask them how they were for the last year. Mm-hmm. Being a healer is such a heavy thing to do. And being an empath and saying, like, you have to be empathic and healing to be a witch, that's such a heavy burden to hand to somebody Mm -hmm. that, no, not everybody has that in them. I definitely could never be a nurse. I definitely could not Well, because you lack compassion on anything that isn't an animal or a plant. (laughs) You leave my plants and animals out of this. You're going to sit there and tell me I'm wrong? I'm just going to tell you to leave them the fuck out of this. (laughs) I like you. I've made you tea when you're sick. Act like I don't fucking care, bitch. Like one of the only people, though. Don't make me jinx you into a cold. So there. And I love you, and you know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to (laughs) fight. Um, You're like one of the two people I tolerate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you tolerating Mike right now? Four people. Or is she? <laughs> um, that can kind of segue into. I'm skipping just a little bit of. I really fucking hate all of these articles and quizzes and TikToks and videos. You might be a witch if. Yeah. How about you're just a witch if you practice witchcraft? Mm-hmm. Can we just leave it at that? Yeah. Can we stop these quizzes? I really don't like the whole thing of like, oh, you have magic in your blood. You're born a witch. Like, I don't think you can be born anything. You choose. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure we're all muggles. <laughs> I've never seen an owl that happy to see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Listen, the last time an owl brought me a message, I ignored it and I regret it. See, I can't get with, like, I love owls. Don't get me wrong. But if you ever, if I'm ever out somewhere and I see an owl, because I used to live with a, um, one of my friends was from the Lakota tribe and she told me that, like, owls mean death and bad. And I'm like, nope, can't unsee that now. Yeah, see, and you told me that, that time mm-hmm. that I told you I saw that owl and you're like, that means bad things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, owls are a sign of transformation. And nope. I didn't fucking listen. And look where I am now. <laughs> I still love crows. I do love crows. Oh, yeah. Crows are good. They're wonderful. And I mean, owls are good little cute things, but they owls. don't mean good when you see them in the wild. <laughs> I think owls are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really do. And they have the longest legs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm picturing the barn owls with their extended legs. Yeah. Oh, they sit crisscross applesauce. It's super cute. Yes, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you saw this recently on TikTok, 
but I've seen it going around Instagram and TikTok that apparently telling people that witchcraft requires practice and study is gatekeeping. That's just facts. That's that's what it is. You have to research and you have to learn and yeah. Don't what? you have to do that for literally everything? Yes. <laughs> it's probably the people who get who like go to sites and be like, "I'm a baby witch. Where do I start?" And yeah. They probably just get super mad and just say everybody's gatekeeping and no. Yeah, they probably get mad because they do that thing that we just mentioned was a pet peeve of, I don't know where to start. And when we all answer with, how about you go to Google or mm-hmm. open a book, they get mad because they're like, well, you're just gatekeeping. Why can't you just tell me? Because we did just tell you. Yeah. And you're not listening and you refuse to put in the work. And guess what? Witchcraft is a practice tits which means you have to do shit yeah if you don't want to do the actual magic part then just call yourself a pagan you you know but you still need to study yeah you would still need to study that's obvious like so like there's still like because they're saying like both practice and study Mm -hmm. are gatekeeping like well no then you don't exist as anything you can't call yourself a yogi if you don't do yoga if you don't study yoga, like you can't. Or can. steal picnic baskets. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It was right there. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. <laughs> I think you just killed Carrie. I can't with you. Small doses. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to be comic relief in the audience. <laughs> Wearing two hats. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> all right, are we, are we all okay? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ooh, that, Ooh, that also sounds, sounds like some of those um, white witches that come into everything and like they want to practice everything. Oh, because they're so spiritually advanced, they're beyond yes, their racism. Then, yeah. Yes. That's what it sounds yes. like. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, you can't be spiritually advanced enough to just barge your way into whatever practice you want. Mm-hmm. Nay, nay, honey. I thought Stevie Nicks was a boy witch. Oh my god, damn it, Michael. No, I'm serious. Like, that's, well, she like, is. that's like the only one she I've is. ever heard of. And she like, is queen. Use the term white witch. Yes, that's all. She was saying it white as in, like, Karens. The people who are like, good vibes only. Yeah. Love and light. Nothing but love and light, guys. Mm-hmm. We must off. be positive. Hashtag manifesting best life. Hashtag fuck our deities. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you killed Mike now. I think you're even. Oh, so the next thing on my list is actually um, going back to what Mike brought up earlier. I think um, the whole thing, like, this is just like a misconception of the whole like if if something isn't your vibe or isn't on your path, mm-hmm. don't close yourself off to it. Because there's Except the demons. Except the demons. Just mm-hmm. invite them in. Open the door. It's fine. Yes. Don't do that. Be Beyonce. <laughs> um but you can disagree. Like you can completely 100 percent disagree with all of us and everything yeah. we've ever said. But you can probably still learn something from us. And you can still take that little nugget with you, put it in your pocket, and do with it what mm-hmm. you will. And that's true with everything. Like, there's 
podcasts that I listen to where I don't agree yeah. with everything that's being said there. There's witches on YouTube that I watch and I don't agree mm-hmm. with everything they're saying. Have I learned things from them? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's just the beauty of our practice is that it is different and unique to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that that was something that popped in my head while I was in the car earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh, this is important information. Yeah. Agree. My next one is, um, people having witch wars over silly things, especially online arguments. I'm so uh-huh. over this shit. What's a witch war? Which, basically, I don't agree with you, and I don't agree with what you're saying, and I'm going to curse you. Yeah. Oh, okay. You say, you know, Land Before Time is better than How to Train Your Dragon? Curse. Yeah. And then in turn, that person might be like, oh, well, so-and-so tried to send a curse or even made a video to turn all of their people to try to curse me, so we're going to do the same back to them, and it goes back and forth, and it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a waste of your time. Yeah. And magical abilities. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, and petty. Yeah. It, it's a complete waste. It is super petty. It is, in my opinion, a waste of your spirit and deities mm-hmm. and whatever you work with time. Not only can you cause harm, like actual harm to people who like, you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. But I mean, if you believe in the um, karmatic law, yeah, that could go back to you. Yeah, I mean, personally, I don't believe in the threefold. I don't believe mm-hmm. in the whole, like, thing of karma at all. But I do believe that everything is connected and that the energy that you raise to send something out, mm-hmm. you're raising that energy around you. So be sure when you send it, because you also don't know like, if you're going to do, like, an actual witch war, we're actually talking, like, spiritual, magical warfare, you have no idea what type of protection that person has set up. You have mm-hmm. all that energy that you just raised. If you're not getting past what they've already set up to protect themselves, you raised all that against yourself. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, that type of shielding is what most witches are probably going to do. They're probably going to have something that is going to basically be a return to sender, a nice little reverse back to you card. Yeah. Because, I mean, shit, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. If somebody's going to come after you, why would you waste your energy not only protecting, but then having to, you know, retaliate as well? That's silly. Mm-hmm. Just let their, their thing be theirs. Yeah. And I think you've already mentioned it. It's like, if it's not going to, like, I think it's a rule of three or rule of five. If it's not going to matter in three minutes, three hours, three days, three years. Yeah, exactly. And it we're all also victims of social media in the sense that we get X amount of characters or X amount of video time or even on this podcast, X amount of recording time, mm-hmm. X amount of your attention span even to relay a message to you. Yeah. And we have to do it. And this is a spiritual practice and even a religious practice to people. We all do it in different ways. We all have different things that we believe and feel. We can't explain all those little nuances mm-hmm. and the amount of characters and time that we get on social media. It's not possible. And you have no idea if you're misunderstanding what they're saying or maybe they didn't convey it 
mm-hmm. in a proper way for you to understand, like whatever it may be. It's just, it makes no sense to me at all. I think it's just such a waste of time. And like we said, I think in our last episode, breathe. Yeah. Just take a second and breathe. Mm-hmm. It's okay. What, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're offended? Did you get hurt? Like, or can you actually walk away from that? You can walk away from being offended. It sucks. And that sounds really mean, but you'll be okay. Yeah. Especially because ultimately that's a stranger. And Mm -hmm. if you saw them in person and had the same conversation, you might actually be able to come to a reasonable conclusion. But you can't (laughs) because you're strangers. You're not going to have that reasonable conversation. You're just going to be heated because you're talking about this same thing over and over and over again and letting it sit in your head instead of breathing through it and going, okay, well, I disagree with you. I think you're wrong. And that's that. And Mm -hmm. the last thing I just want to say on like result, like going to a witch war over that is, are you actually teaching that person anything by having bad things happen to them in their life? Are you proving a point? Are you showing them that your belief is better by having something bad happen to them? No, you're just having something bad happen to them. It's not going to change their mind. They're still going to believe the same things that they believe, whether mm-hmm. they agree or disagree, you know? So like, it's just a waste of both of your time. Yeah. Nothing else to add? Cool. Glad I've just been the one blabbering this whole time. No, I mean, I'm a hundred percent with you. Like I, you are, you and I are on the same page with that. Yeah. All right. My last one, it's very simple is you are never done as a witch. You Agreed. You're always going to be reinventing yourself, changing. You're always going to be learning, growing. You're always going to have new things. Your practice is not going to look the same mm-hmm. now as it will in five years or hell, even 10 minutes from now. Yeah. Maybe at the I end mean, of this podcast, you just changed something too. I mean, I know our practices have changed and I'm in the current you know, position of trying to rework myself and that's okay. Same. And I'm maybe in 10 years, I'll have to do it again. Yeah. I already know that the changes that I'm currently making in my practice are very drastic mm-hmm. and they're going to take a long time for me to learn, listen, implement, do. And the person I am right now doing this podcast, I will probably look back on me in like a year and cringe. Mm-hmm. That's also just part of growing as a human being yeah. in general. Yeah. You shouldn't want to stay the same for too long. Yeah, you and it's okay to be able to grow to and change. learn and do different things yeah. and be a better person in general. Mm-hmm. And it's also okay to change and not tell anybody. Yes. Because it's personal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if you, you know, send something on TikTok or in a blog like five years ago and you're like, you know what, I don't really resonate with that that's okay if you don't want to like hey everybody i just changed my mind on this like yeah you shouldn't have to have an addendum to everything you do Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be asterisks oh don't believe this anymore don't believe that anymore that would be exhausting yeah to go back through especially if you have been present in you know 
a social way, it's so exhausting to have to go back through and make that change to everything. You would spend more time changing what you said than actually changing yourself. Yeah. I think I've got both of you exhausted at this point. <laughs> uh, like I was just thinking, um, you know, it's like that thing where like you have your own personal life and the life that you show other people having to like make those two work all constantly, whether that be social media or just in your witch practices is exhausting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's also, as we said before, there's a lot that we don't want to put out or at least I know I don't, that we don't want to put out to the public because one, you get a lot of hate that's unnecessary because you don't do things that everyone else does. Yeah. It's not only that too, but also it is so hard to explain things that are like not physical, all these corporeal things, all these spiritual things. Like it's hard to put those even into words. And trying to convey that to people mm -hmm. it makes no sense furthermore even if we could somehow convey that just because it works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for carrie doesn't mean it's going to work for mike doesn't even though you two are very close to me and it certainly might not work for a complete stranger who's listening to this either mm -hmm. so it's kind of just we're here as guides we're kind of here as mile markers along the way of hey Here's some ideas. Here's some thoughts. Take them, leave them. Mm -hmm. Do what you will with them. And keep going along your path. If they cross us again and you can learn from us again, fantastic. If for a short while we walk side by side, it's wonderful to have the company. Mm -hmm. But if we have to part ways, we will both be okay. And we should part ways at some point. Because we have our own things that we have to do. Our own growth that we have to go through. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it all, it all can even pertain to not even just uh, spiritualism or anything. Just like personal life as well. Mm -hmm. Just taking some of those things. It's like, yeah, it's fine if like, oh, we're right next to each other and we're, we're vibing at this time. It's like, but sometimes you just need to be alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we had a small period of that. Like, we hung out for a while. And then we both ended up getting into our own shit. And we've come back together. And now we're vibing together again, as you put it. <laughs> I'm not a good talker. That's okay. You don't have to be. I can be funny. I apparently just ramble. <laughs> and while you guys look at me like I'm dumb. And then I try to have you guys clarify what I'm attempting to say. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this is, it's all personal to everybody. Like, mm -hmm. everybody's going to have their own opinions and their own methods of deciphering information or just, you know, practicing with that information or doing anything. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's different. Yeah. If we were all the same, it'd be really boring. Yeah, I think that was actually the last thing I wrote on my paper was, I hope that we're not all the same. Yeah, I'd be bored. I, I mean, obviously arguing, getting into fights, and making enemies out of people who could be friends over little things mm -hmm. sucks. 
And I hate that part. But I do enjoy having the debate. Yeah. Where I want you to change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least try to, because that helps me find my own faults. Mm -hmm. Because you can think of something that maybe I didn't. And if you can't change my mind, well, hey, you just solidified my beliefs a little bit more. Yeah. Awesome. No matter what, I walk away better. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's good to be able to still come back and say, hey, I disagree, but we're still cool. Pineapple on pizza. I enjoy it. I don't think you do. I'm ambivalent towards it. I really enjoy it. But with barbecue sauce instead of pizza sauce. Okay, now I'm against you. (laughs) It actually would be really good. Yeah, barbecue sauce, pineapple, and ham. That is Mm -hmm. too much sweetness for me. No, the, the if you do a smokiness, a like a smoky barbecue. I don't like barbecue sauce because I find it too sweet. Well, we gotta make, we gotta find you one that isn't sweet. Yeah, Jeremy, they exist. This is Jeremy is stupid. Well, <laughs> this has been a mission. What about vinegar-based barbecue? You don't like vinegar. I'm uh, vinegar's meh. I mean, you're not really gonna taste it. It's not gonna make it know. a sweet one. It's gonna make it a more tangy one. I don't know. I just haven't found a barbecue sauce that I'm like, ooh, I like this. I I have just recently come onto the side of buffalo sauce. Wow, you like spice. I know, but it used to taste. It's a different thing. Yeah, spice versus buffalo. It's like buffalo sauce. It's watered down spice. <laughs> so I found it. It's very vinegary hot. spice. Yeah. So I've just recently come onto the buffalo sauce side. So. I, I'm struggling to find a barbecue well, sauce that I enjoy. I mean, you're coming slowly to the saucy side. <laughs> Me? Just now coming to the saucy side? I know. <laughs> Indian food is 90% sauce most of the time. Yeah, that's true. I do love my Indian food. Yeah. Well, now that we're all hungry. <laughs> I think Carrie just daydreamed for a minute there about some... I'm back. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else anybody wants to add? I want to go to bed. I know you do. But can we get through? That's what I'm adding. Okay. <laughs> Mike, do you have anything to add? <laughs> uh, no. I feel like uh, a lot of the a lot of things were just mostly like people it's hard to describe. Don't be a douchebag. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of it was just like... Don't be a dick. Figure it out yourself. You have to do the work. And you shouldn't necessarily be telling anybody what to do. It's your journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sums it up pretty yeah. nicely. There's your nice, nice little, little package. Yep. Oh, and fantasy and practical magic are two different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there it is all wrapped up in a nice little purple bow because spirituality is purple and I'm you cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> That's the color of kings. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I can see it. All right. In that case, we will do our sign-off now. Whatever our sign-off is. We have not yeah. really stuck with one. I don't know. Maybe if um, you guys comment on anything or tell us like what you like, but... um. Thank you for sticking around with us. Hopefully you stuck around to the end. Um, Stay safe, stay sane, and stay spooky. Bye. 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 How do I shut this off? (laughs) That's how it ends. (laughs) I literally.